unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. First thing I want to go over is uh, some things that we're going to be doing for next year. If you're familiar with the retail therapy sessions, uh, it was like a random Sunday where I'd get a bunch of people together and we would just kind of chop it up. Well, what I want to do is going into this year, uh, this new year, do that again, but make it live. Uh, We did it one time when I didn't really have a topic, but what I'd like to do is do it on Mondays and Wednesdays. Retail wars are going to be topic-specific. The retail therapy sessions are just going to be a place for people to come bitch. You can come talk about how shitty your job is. Come talk about how much you hate your boss. You know, what kind of week you're having. It And, you know, it's completely chat-driven. And a lot of our best episodes get really, really good towards the end when the chat goes off the rails because it's, it's a lot of fun. And having that we'll be able to have like a meeting place basically where there's no topic. You just throw shit out there. We go over it. You know, you had a bad day. Let us know about it. You know, something shitty happened at work. We'll talk about it. Um, And it'd be a great way to kind of like diversify and like grow the community because it gives somebody a sounding board. Same rules would apply. No religion, no politics, but be something different and something that potentially could be a lot of fun too because like i said you guys in the chat when we have a packed house oh boy um it it can go off the rails in a really really cool fun kind of way also too been kind of quote unquote diversifying the retail war zone trying out different things yes uh it's on tiktok now um i started doing shorts per suggestion and i will tell you that the shorts on youtube i don't know how the algorithm works it's you get like random spikes, but your, you know, total view count as far as, you know, how long they actually watch is, is pretty much in the shitter. Um, and it's hit or miss. You could have one that has like 200 and something views. And then all of a sudden you have one that has like two. But the TikTok thing is actually working um, somewhat. I don't think uh, as of today the videos I posted today, I think everything's got well over 200 views. It doesn't really give you a whole lot of statistics. Well, it does, but I had to flip it over to a business account today because it gives you some extra options. So I'll be able to get some analytics on it tomorrow, but it's grown followers, um, and which is cool because I had the TikTok for almost a year and a half and never did anything with it. Uh, started out with like seven followers which were just friends or whatnot. Now all of a sudden there's like 20 and I imagine that will grow. There's a whole lot to do with like the hashtags and, and, and getting in people's face. Um, and you know, some of the clips would be serious. Some of the clips would be some of the funnier stuff from the show. And, uh, it's just a way to get it out there. And I've done it on Instagram, Instagram. I don't know what everybody else's, uh, experience with that is. I think it sucks. Uh, personally, I just don't think this is the kind of content that would fly on Instagram. We're not cute puppies. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't really know. Um, also too, you know, anybody who's new here, jump in the chat. I mean, because that's, that's really what makes all this worth it. 
I mean, I do, regardless of what Hero says, I don't like listening to myself talk that much. But, um, you know, the, the whole point of all this was, you know, to build a community. And, you know, so far it's been great. And, you know, Irish and I have talked. It seems like coming up in 2023 could be a pretty big year. Uh, if you guys have suggestions of other places to put the content, let me know. Uh, I, I will say it takes a lot of work and, it, and it's hard, you know, juggling, you know, all these different platforms and, you know, kind of trying to see what works. Um, I, I think the big thing with TikTok is there's so many people on it. It's just a way to get it out there to a whole lot of other people. Um, and, you know, I finally got a hold of the software and things that I needed to kind of streamline it and, and not make it hard. So we've got that going on. But having said that, it's time for some headlines. All right, here we go. Is holiday music torturing retail workers? I think we know the answer to that. And yes, as always, uh, the links to all these articles are in the description of the video. More than 1,000 Starbucks baristas at 100 stores will walk out in longest strike in year-old Union Drive. That should be going on now. Um, that was actually pretty cool to see. Unexpected item. How self-checkouts failed to live up to their promise. Oh, we love that topic, don't we? Next headline. Department stores face tough 2023 as economy slows and inflation persists. Uh, yeah, um, that's a pretty good read, actually. And, you know, for the robots are going to take our jobs, Fuji demonstrates its autonomous mobile robot for moving carts in retail stores. Move goods automatically from storeroom to shelving area during after-hours operation. <clears throat> and this was an interesting one, too. New York banned sale of dogs, cats, and rabbits in retail stores. Uh, the underlying cause of all that is to improve adoption rates uh, from the shelters, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, next headline, with the retail inventories up 17% since last year, expect sales. Well, yeah, because people are spending less and, you know, a lot of these companies are still sitting on inventory they got in when there were shipping issues that just aren't moving. Next headline, analysis say Kohl's, Target, and Macy's could close many stores. Yeah, Target's taking a really, really big hit, actually. Coles has never been on my radar, and Macy's, well, I guess, you know, it's a, a hit or miss. You know, when uh, Neil Saunders talks about it, some Macy's are awfully maintained and some are good. Uh, as Walmart CEO warns of crime waves impact on retail, reports show how thieves brazenly rip off stores. Well, that's always fun. Uh, once again, another sales-related thing, sluggish holiday sales could bring huge last-minute discounts as holiday sales fall in the weeks before Christmas. Will retailers be forced to slash prices to draw on shoppers? I don't think it's going to be as much drawing in shoppers as it's going to be trying to get rid of inventory so they don't they don't have to have too big um, markdowns. Dollar stores step up race to add locations amid consumer shift. Look, I, um, that's great and all, <clears throat> but if you look at all the fines and all the OSHA violations from Dollar Tree, Dollar General, and Family Dollar, do we really need more? They can't maintain the ones they've got. They don't give the stores enough support to do that. The last thing they need to be doing is opening more. Fix the ones you got first, then open more. 
And once again, Target. Uh, Target hopes value-hungry shoppers will come to the rescue this holiday season. I bet they do. Uh, retail spending dips as holiday sales bite into inflation. Yep. Where on the grocery store shelves, Walmart CEO says inflation will remain stubborn. That's a good one, so it gives you an idea. Uh, retail sales have dropped significantly. Yep. Um, thank your retail workers this holiday shopping season. That is an actual headline from actual credible uh, source. So go read that one. I was very shocked to see that. Um, one of the friends of the channel is familiar with this situation here. Hundreds of Fred Meyer QFC employees say they've experienced problems receiving paychecks. Now that's some bullshit. <laughs> that is awful, especially this time of year. This headline is old. Er, but I thought this was hilarious. Man tries to set worker on fire as he steals from grocery store, California cops say. Come on, man. Look, why are we trying to set people on fire? Um, new mental health guidebook helps retail businesses to better understand workplace mental health and how it can impact their customers and business success. If you go to that, it'll have a link to the guidebook. I'm going to download it and read it because I, I really want to see what kind of nonsense they're putting in there. A uh, man convicted of poisoning food at retail stores. Now, that was crazy. Um, it was a combination of peroxide and something else that he was, like, injecting and spilling on stuff, like frozen food. It, it, it was nuts. Uh, increasing violence in malls, the risk of retail work. I'm glad to see this stuff's really kind of starting to, to sneak out there. You got to search for it, but at least people are writing about this stuff. Um, retail union warns of rough holiday season as workers report spike in abuse at Christmas time. Okay, well, water's wet. We've been talking about that for years, but hey, thank God they're finally talking about it. Uh, nobody deserves to cop a spray. Retail workers face aggressive, festive shoppers. Yeah, sure do. Um, <clears throat> Macy's might be closing stores. Mr. Saunders will be disappointed. Nah. Um, hybrid says pet smart was also killing, uh, half the animals in transit. Yeah. Uh, Philly says you can do anything you put your mind to. We appreciate all the hard work you do for us. Hey, it's, it's not about doing it for y'all. It's just about giving us all a place and welcome. I haven't seen you in a while, Philly. I know you've been working hard. Um, hope the holidays are going well for you. Uh, hero says I saw an article about Walmart adopting drone delivery service. The quoted motto was if it will fly, we'll send it. What a guarantee. Now, you know, we heard for the past, what, five years talking about Amazon doing drone deliveries. I have not seen a fucking Amazon drone anywhere. So if Amazon ain't doing it all over, good luck, Walmart. And I still think that that drone delivery service isn't going to happen in the South because you're going to have like these guys in tree stands, you know, that hunt deer and shit that have more guns than the U.S. military. And they're going to be like, hey, you see that thing? We, we, we can blow that out the sky. Watch it. Uh, it it's it's going to happen. I, I think the South is probably completely scoped out. They don't get drone deliveries. It's just not going to happen. Uh, Philly says, few of my favorites from customers is, why would I care if anything happens to you? There are more kids looking for jobs in response to us talking about stores in our area being hit. Wow. Once again, if you go to TikTok or you go to YouTube and look at our shorts, I posted up uh, a video about uh, when we had um, uh, Nick Kulch uh, talking about minimum wage. And once again, he threw that, you know, he threw that argument out there. Well, if minimum wage work is for teenagers, how come all these businesses are open during school hours? So that customer can fuck off. 
So I want to go ahead and get this out of the way in his absence. He will be rejoining us on the 4th of January, which will be great. Uh, Our sponsor. This is important stuff. The serving times. As if customer service wasn't ridiculous enough. There is the link to the site. It's also in the description of the video. Uh, A fantastic writer. Um, Really and truly, if you come across this, and even if you don't like the podcast and like what we do here, please go read his stuff. If you work in the business, you'll love it. Promise. Money back guarantee. Hello, Erica. So, bonuses. Um, Before we get into that, we've had some subscription bumps on YouTube, which is cool. But if you have not subscribed, please do so now. Hit the notification button. All the, you know, the whole script that all the YouTubers say. Check all the boxes. So that way you can be notified, especially when we roll out um, retail therapy sessions. Be a good time. Promise. So, bonuses. It's that time of year. Some managers have already got their bonuses. Some people are going to get them real soon. Some people might not get them until January. But before I go down this road, a disclaimer, I am not advocating that management should not get bonuses. They should. Um, but some people could take this and twist it and be like, well, you know, you're just against managers. No, I'm not against managers getting bonuses. Managers, you know, if you're good, you work hard. You really do. But we're going to talk a little bit about the problems with it. I've got a couple of things that I pulled up today that, you know, I was really surprised that I found. Um, the links to this stuff is going to be in the description of the video as well. And so what I kind of came up with was this is from cron.com. Uh, both, both of these are. This is two separate articles. Uh, the disadvantages of manager bonuses in companies. Giving your managers a bonus for excellent performance can motivate them and improve productivity. However, such bonuses can lead to negative behaviors that damage your bottom line when the interests of your employees differ from the best interests of the company. Understanding the potential downside of bonuses helps you create incentive programs that meet the needs of both parties fairly. Decreased performance. Bonuses that reward managers for improved performance in one area can lead to decreased productivity or quality in others. For example, if you pay a manager a percentage of her department's profits or performance below budget, she may be tempted to reduce costs in ways that don't benefit the company. She might slash advertising, order cheaper materials, or force subordinates to work more hours or delay equipment repairs. Then there's reduced morale. Unless your bonus program is spelled out in no uncertain terms, you can defeat one of the purposes of your program, improving morale. If you offer a bonus on sales, the manager discovers after the period ends that you are paying a bonus only on new sales, not gross sales, he might feel cheated. When subordinates are asked to work harder to help a manager meet a goal that results in a bonus for the manager only, they may feel unfairly used. Instituting an ongoing bonus program and then deciding to end it at some point in the future might disappoint your employees and also put them in a tight spot with their personal finances if they have come to depend on a bonus. Uh, 
Think about the morale-related implications of any bonus program you consider and discuss any possible downsides with your managers before you start the program. And then, when you go to the employee level, what are some disadvantages of employee bonuses? And this is a huge one. Unrealistic expectations. While employee bonuses can encourage productivity, they can also bring certain disadvantages to a company and its workers. One potential drawback of offering the bonuses is that they can create unrealistic expectations among employees. For example, if a small business gives substantial bonuses one year because profits were high but has poor profits the next year, employees might expect bonuses again even if the company doesn't have the money to pay the bonus. Employees who receive bonuses one year and nothing the next year may feel disappointed, which can hurt morale. Employee competition. Another potential disadvantage of employee bonuses is that they can foster competition between employees rather than collaboration. For instance, if a small business offers bonuses based on hours worked during the year, employees may be less willing to share work with one another. This can lead to inefficiencies such as certain employees taking on too much work while others have too little or employees performing tasks outside of their areas of expertise. Attracting talent. While bonuses can provide a way to reward top-performing employees, employees often focus on annual salaries and benefits when looking for new jobs. A company might be more successful in attracting top talent by offering higher base salaries, wages, and other guaranteed benefits than by reserving money for extra incentives like bonuses. That is 100% correct. That's one thing I always hated any any interview I ever had was, oh, well, your bonus potential is this, like it's part of your compensation, and we'll get into that here in just a minute. Bonuses are like icing on a cake. They can be nice to have, but salaries and benefits are the real substance of employee compensation. And then there's the taxation of bonuses, which if we've ever gotten, any of you have gotten one, you understand how Uncle Sam just rapes you on that. Another disadvantage of bonus compensation is that bonuses are subject to special tax withholding requirements that can significantly reduce the amount of money employees actually receive at the time the bonuses are paid. According to the IRS, bonus pay is often subject to 25% tax withholding, and that may be as high as 35% for those with high incomes. When you add in Social Security tax, Medicare, and state taxes, withholding on bonuses can exceed 40%. Employees may receive a back portion of withheld bonus pay after filing income tax returns, which does you no good at the time. Then, this first one is from Harvard Business School. The dark side of performance bonuses. To motivate workers, employers often turn to incentives such as money or recognition. What's become clear is that these programs can also result in unintended consequences like a financial crisis. Follow along here. This is crazy. Companies continually test ways to incent employees to perform more effectively, often turn to worker motivation tools such as bonuses, up or out employee ranking tournaments, and employee of the month rewards. Behavioral scientists warned that these programs, if not constructed carefully, can open a box full of unintended consequences that ultimately harm rather than help the organization. And here we go. This this was amazing. The financial crisis of 2008 was partially fueled by origination bonuses paid to bank loan officers who were incented to approve bad loans. Less well understood but uncovered in HBS research several years ago is that those bank bonuses also caused loan loan officers to perceive reality differently. They believe those loans would succeed. And then the next is from a website called TNW, how bonus plans can incite mutiny instead of motivate your employees. 
The generally accepted or prevailing attitude about bonus plans is that they can serve as an effective motivator and incentive to increase productivity and employee performance. Why is this so? Because it's been a time-honored tradition, and as such, its efficacy has not often been called into question or analyzed. But while it sometimes does the trick, there's a dark side of this financial carrot that can wind up being more of a monkey wrench in the works. Bonus plans can actually have an adverse effect that destroys morale, diminishes productivity, creates discord, and pushes quality people out the door. While it's true that bonus plans can have a short-term lift in productivity, there is a decided lack of evidence to prove that the effects are lasting. In fact, bonuses have been shown to promote conflict in the workplace. One such problem is that bonuses foster such a competitive environment that it stifles collaboration and encourages the kind of Machiavellian attitude that promotes doing whatever it takes to get the bonus, regardless of its impact. And this could be at the expense of what is in the company's best interest or that of coworkers. Another inequality that is often a drawback to bonus schemes are the metrics that determine who gets a bonus and who does not. Are they easy to measure? Are they fair? And will they create disputes? Lastly, bonuses can serve as a disincentive to those who do not win them as they may get the impression their contribution is less valued to the company. There's no quicker way to destroy team morale than by granting a bonus to some, but not others. So, yeah. Now, what do we got here? Uh, hybrid says, wait, employees get bonuses? And Hero said, yeah, Hybrid, two toppings, not just pepperoni. Oh. <clears throat> uh, hybrid also says, half the time I got a bonus at BH, used to mess it up and split it into two or three checks. Of course they did. But here's the thing. Now, bonuses, number one, for any company out there, HR, you know, uh, talent acquisition recruiter, whatever you want to call yourself, how can you look yourself in the mirror knowing that part of your job is to sit there and try to lowball somebody on their salary and then say, but you have the potential to get this bonus? Because, guys, bonuses aren't guaranteed fucking money. The company can yank it at any point in time. And you may have a good run where you get like four or five years in a row where, where it's like clockwork. And then all of a sudden the bonus goes away and you were banking on that money to pay bills or mortgage or whatever. And it's gone. <clears throat> Never bank on bonuses ever, ever. It's the stupidest thing you could fucking do. Negotiate a high salary. And if you get a bonus, great, but don't worry about it. Now, my personal stance on bonus was, um, I reached a point in my career where it was more important to me to have job security. And if it meant I didn't get a bonus because my store looked good or it was staffed properly, so be it. Because guess what? Your bonus is great, but if your store is on the fucking floor and you get fired, the bonus is only going to stretch so long, right? I mean, it, you, you know, and... And I'm guilty of that. There are plenty of times I had an opportunity to get a bonus that I was close and I did the right thing for everybody around me and sacrificed it. And usually it was due to payroll. Usually it was, you know, that's another thing for store managers. A lot of time your bonuses, not only is it based on sales, it's based on payroll control. So, and these are low numbers. So you get paid extra to have less help. 
How the fuck does that make sense? You get paid extra, have less help. Your store looks like shit because you have less help. But you get a bonus, maybe. Until the last minute, they'd be like, you know, they do that overall, and the chain sales start to go down because it's a messy store, and they're never fully staffed. And all of a sudden, oh, we're not getting a bonus. It's bullshit. And it's, you know, that's just the way I operated. Now, real quick, uh, Noob says, at my old job, bonuses were divided by employees per hour for each employee. However, we were shorthanded an employee, so we didn't get full bonus because we didn't reach our store's full potential hour. See, that's bullshit. Like here it says, magic's math. <laughs> but there, there's a lot of different aspects you can look at with a bonus. Now, going back to what I said, I don't believe in getting rid of bonus for management. However, you've got some store managers and assistant managers. And most of the time, you know, most of these companies, the store manager gets one bonus and then the assistant manager gets a lesser bonus. But the, but it's, it's key carrying salary managers that get these bonuses. You've got managers making bank on bonuses. But it's us little people doing all the work that ensures they get that bonus. And there are several companies out there where you've got store managers making life-changing bonuses and their employees aren't getting shit. Nothing. Not even a pizza party. And it's those people that are your quote-unquote low-skilled workers, low-wage workers that are that are making this because these managers aren't doing all this work they're they're not you know making shit happen and it's very demoralizing for a team of people to find out that you've got people that in their eyes you know because perception is is your reality basically you know hourly employees typically look at management like they've got it made they don't have to do anything we're doing all the work but if the perception is we're doing all this work and they're getting money for it and we ain't getting shit, that that don't last long. <clears throat> and, you know, we had a situation. I worked with a manager who would walk around the store talking about, oh, if we get X amount of sales tomorrow, we'll make bonus to hourly associates who did not get a bonus. To the point they were sick of hearing that shit. How do you do that? How do you walk around a store encouraging people to do stuff and be stupid enough to be like, oh, if, if, if we hit sales tomorrow, we'll make bonus. What's this we shit? There is no we. And that is awful. And people wonder, you know, how come there's so much turnover and bullshit? I mean, when you're dealing with shit like that, you know, what do you expect? Uh, Philly says, remember the former job. Last year, boss said bonus would be based on sales and how well he did. Myself and the other employee, two of us, worked our ass off and beat the boss. He canceled bonuses. See, it's that kind of shit. Um, Hybrid says, my former manager used to share his bonus with me before I had picked up a set of keys. Now, there are managers out there that do this share thing. But see, you got to be careful with that, too. Because... I've said before, each store is like its own little ecosystem. You cannot let it get out because people, people talk, man. Some, some people just can't keep their fucking mouth shut. 
you know, you get a manager who gives like a department manager a little bit of their bonus and another department manager a little bit of their bonus, and you got other people that run departments don't get shit. Like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Are you saying that this person's work isn't equal to the other? I mean, it, it's a slippery slope. I mean, and and it's your money. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But that's fine. But you got to be, you got to have some cooth about it. And, you know, if you do that and you give it to somebody and they run their mouth and somebody finds out, then they don't get, you don't do it again, <laughs> you know, because that creates a problem. Because most companies out there, hourly employees don't get shit. I mean, they really don't. You might get some magic bonus, you know, for time served, basically, that no one can fucking figure out how it's even gauged. There's like, like, like a hero said, magic math. I mean, it's, it's like, what formula do they use to do that? You know, why did I get more than this person and blah, blah. It, it's crazy. If it's not written out in black and white, it's just, I mean, on one hand, you'd be like, oh, it's free money. That's, that's cool. Free money's always good. But if you work in a business that makes a lot of money and, and you know managers are making bank and you out there struggling it for, for fucking minimum wage and, and your hours get cut because the company says so, that's also been infuriating. You got managers getting bonuses that, you know, could go pay off cars and shit like that. I mean, you know, like five-digit, sometimes, you know, low six-digit, depending on the company, and you can't pay your bills. Because, you you know, they cut your hours because sales are down. But the manager still got all that money. See, it's horseshit. It's it's awful. Bonus programs are a problem. Noob says they don't tell you how they formulate bonuses so they can change the formula to suit them anytime they want. Yeah, you're right. Because it's all about moving the goalpost. And there are a lot of stipulations to bonuses that are just almost fucking unobtainable. They really are. And that's why when you sit down for your interview and they're getting ready to offer you a job, that's why you don't be like, oh, cool. Well, I'm, I'm going to take 10 grand less a year, but because I could make 20 grand on bonus. No, you no, you won't. If, if the company's fucking up, they'll, they'll yank it. Uh, Russell says, that's true, but if a good manager gets just, say, a 10K bonus, you've got 30 good employees that helped you. Even if you give them 100 out of pocket, they'll take that to heart. They, they will. They will. But here's the thing. That's a good person to do that. But they shouldn't have to. The company should be doing that. That's the problem. You know, you've got store managers that make good bonuses, and, and they have the mindset, well, this wouldn't be possible without my team. So I'm going to share my bonus with them. They shouldn't have to. The company should pony up and pay their fucking people. Period. It's ridiculous. You know, and, and it's great that you have managers that do that. But, you know, the, the, the bad thing about that is once you start splitting out, it's the proper way to do it is if you're going to give some of your bonus to somebody, it's all or nothing. You can't pick and choose because even though your reasoning may be great and, and, and sound, Sally Joe Cashier is going to wonder, well, why did I get anything? Does, does this person not like me or, or what? Um, and then... Uh, hero on the flip side, there's people that don't feel like the bonus is even worth it after taxes and it becomes a joke. That's another thing. You, you label it a bonus and uncle Sam rapes you. It's not a bonus for the government. It's a bonus for you. And, and don't get me even started on, on, on the tax bullshit. I, I, you know, look, I'm an advocate for 
getting rid of income tax and just having a sales tax that covers everything. And I don't know why people do, don't do that. And I, well, I know why. Think about it. You know, the whole fair tax thing, who keeps voting against it? The rich people that find ways to not have to pay millions of dollars in taxes. You get rid of the IRS and you just do a fair tax and, and it's like a sales tax. Everybody pays in. Oh, 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 the rich people can't have that. Oh, hell no. <clears throat> so uh, Iris says, no such thing as a free lunch. Bonuses are a double-edged sword. Bonuses are a controllable expense and will always get withdrawn or made impossible to achieve. Correct. Correct. And I, I just, if we're going to have the conversation about how CEOs salaries, the disparity between a CEO salary versus employee salaries, we need to have a discussion about the disparity of management bonuses versus hourly bonuses. It's the same thing, right? In concept, it's the same fucking thing. Now, I think that there should be degrees. I mean, you know, uh, number one, you know, if you're full-time or not, that, that should count. Um, I think if you are given performance evaluations, and they're fair and done correctly, I think how you score in your performance evaluations should count. Your attendance should count. I mean, there, you, like, like you said, Irish, there's no such thing as a free lunch. If they're going to give it to you, don't make it, you know, prison but just have some basic decorum things that qualify you for this bonus. It's, that's the easiest way to do it. And, you know, uh, Russell says, and just think of how bonus structure goes up the chain. Uh, store manager getting 10 K DM getting 50 K regional manager getting a hundred K. See, and that's crazy because that regional manager ain't going to those stores doing any fucking work. It, it, it's, but they'll cut and, and don't think that like regionals don't come in these stores and start chopping heads for the sake of their bonus. They ain't doing it for the sake of the company. They're doing it for the sake of their pocketbook. I mean, it's, it's bullshit. It's a shame that a uh, mad dog isn't here for this one. She, she, she'd be into this one, but yeah, I mean, and like I said, I don't, think the store manager shouldn't get bonuses. But, I mean, you know, if you've got a store manager, and I'm just going to throw a number out there. If you got a store manager that gets a $50,000 bonus and you've got an associate that gets nothing or, like, $100, that's a problem. Yes, you could be a great store manager, manage your people well, whatnot. You're not out there stocking. You're not out there making everything happen. You're not unloading trucks. You're not doing resets. You, I mean, there's so many moving. Like, think about Walmart store managers. I mean, they run around. Well, number one, you know, they run around. They're like a walking heart attack anyway because of what the company does to them. But so many of them don't do a lot except run around and put out fires. And, man, a Walmart operation is no joke. You know, and you got these managers making some killer fucking money on bonus and and there's good managers and bad managers and what's really bad is you get a bad manager and a high volume store that's going to make bonus no matter what just by opening the door that's, that's some bullshit um hybrid says the buyers for my company will put heads on a chopping block all day yep uh russell there's got to be you 
cannot, I'm saying everybody should get something, okay? But if you've got somebody who works 40 hours and somebody who works 15 hours, do they deserve the same amount? I'm not saying that it'd be a big, huge gap, but you have to stair-step it based on how many hours people work, what their position is, and you have to have it in black and white where everybody can see it and everybody knows there's no fuckery going on. They know it's very clear how the bonus is calculated. And because if you've got a teenager that's working 15 hours a week, three five-hour shifts on a cashier on a cash register, no, they shouldn't get the same bonus as a 40-hour department head. They shouldn't because they're not doing the same amount of work. So it's got to be, it's got to be, you know, like a stair step. You get this much for this and this and this, but it should be guaranteed. I'm not saying that, you know, that should be based on like sales or whatnot. And we're not talking about a lot of money. You know, a lot of these companies, if you read this stuff about bonuses, they put 10% of their total revenue back for bonus programs for store managers. Think about that. If you broke that up, what what could you do for your people? I mean, really. Getting a Little Caesars pizza does not pay your light bill. You know, and, you know, I'm thankful for companies out there who have budgets for, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas to where you can feed your staff. And, and it's not pizza. Like, you can go get, like, good stuff. I mean, Russell, uh, you remember. I mean, we, we had some some great stuff at uh at the um decor store you know uh they give us a budget and you find the best thing and um by the way uh the bot got cut too bad blame tango here to engage with that snipe yep um noob says someone who works 50 hours should not get the same amount as someone who works 40 provided the 40 hour worker is a good worker does exactly that's that's my point that's, I'm not saying the 15-hour worker shouldn't get anything. They shouldn't get the same, you know. And I'm not saying that a store manager shouldn't get more than everybody else in the store because that's one hell of a headache, you know. It, it does deserve to be ramped up, but the disparity between either a store manager getting a great bonus and no one else getting anything or so, or just getting, like, peanuts, that's a problem. And, no, if the store manager wants to share that's fine. That's awesome. It's their money. They shouldn't have to. There's a lot of great store managers who quote unquote earned that bonus. So pay the people underneath that help make that bonus possible. You know, just, just do it. Um, Hero says another conversation probably, but if you keep having to work over your normally scheduled time for your store, heck with bonuses, you should get a raise automatically because obviously you're useful and they should want to retain you. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And, and, you know, and that's the thing. And uh, bonuses, I mean, and why's it got to be yearly? There are, there are a few companies out there that do monthly, and, that, and, that, and that's cool. But most of them are, are year-end. And, you know, and it's all based on Q4. And, you know, whether you have a good Christmas or not, sometimes determines whether or not you, you get it. And the other thing that sucks <clears throat> these companies that say, oh, we'll give you a stock. Well, you know, we'll, we'll give you stock. What do they fucking do? Because guess what? They give you stock. You have to be, quote, unquote, fully vested. You know, you got to be with the company for five fucking years to even do anything with it. 
And then if you work for a company who's poorly managed, you get all this stock. I saw this happen at the fucking decor store. All these people were getting stock for years, and I sat there and watched in one day how the 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 share price went from like a hundred and something dollars to like eighteen in a day. Just all these people lost all this fucking money, and I'm like, yeah, how, how's that that stock option going for you? Um, Hybrid says I know Racetrack does it monthly. Bargain Hunt did it quarterly. Uh, Dollar Tree did do it monthly. I don't know if they do it now, but it was only for the store manager and assistant manager. Um, noob, my old job did monthly bonuses, but like I said earlier, it changed frequently depending on what mood they were in. Yep. Uh, Hybrid says Publix does stock. Um, Hero says the Bank of Glitter and Regret did quarter bonuses. But, you know, and here's the thing, you know, and this is going to go back to something different too, performance bonuses. All right, so, so that's cool. You have these metrics that you have to hit. But what about the people you have in your store that maybe their special needs or whatnot? Are you going to cheat them because there's some things they can't do? I bet you there are people that do that in the guise of saving the company money. You know, people are valuable. People's time is valuable. If they show up to work for you, that means something, especially if they do it with a good attitude and and whatnot. I mean, or else we talk about Jimmy. Jimmy was never going to have a set of keys. God forbid, right? But Jimmy deserves a living wage because Jimmy was a great dedicated worker. Uh, Dollar Tree was a performance bonus, right? ASM. That is correct. Um, you, you know, like I said, space boot. Oh, if we do $6,000 tomorrow. We'll hit bonus. What's this? We shit. You ain't sharing with us all, you know, um, it, it's, and you can't do that. Uh, and you know, and that, that is disturbing to me is the amount of people that, talk about their bonus you know don't don't talk about it it's nobody's business yes everybody knows you get it that's that's fine keep your mouth shut because you might have somebody who's struggling who's really really struggling and and is a great employee they'd love to have like a quarter of that bonus but they don't get shit it's, it's just terrible Irish says Retail bonuses are like when the kidnappers get the hostages pizza. Sure, it's free, and you're probably glad to have it, but I'd rather not rely on my hostage takers for perks. Headshot. That That's great. <clears throat> Absolutely great. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I think these companies, especially coming out of the pandemic, I understand that sales have been down and whatnot, but would you not have thought that these companies would have learned a lesson they need to take better care of their people? I mean, we're still struggling with the minimum minimum wage increase. It's just not happening. Um, And, you know, the cost of living has fucking exploded. Inflation is ridiculous. I mean, it's the rich keep getting richer and they keep pricing the rest out of the rest of us out of life. It's kind of shitty. If you ask me, because I mean, people can't get ahead. And, you know, I think 
all these programs we pay into with with our um you know the different taxes and deductions and whatnot come out i mean you know it's kind of like we were talking about one time uh health care look at the amount of people who do not get health care because they need the money on their paycheck and the health care costs it will like take like half you know it's we're we're in a bad spot um Hero says lessons in taking better care of your people are not offered in corporate 101, not 192. Steve, what 101 nor 102? Oh, I know that, but they should. Um, Russell says I was poor but making it, but yeah, I'd buy certain people lunch when I got it because I know they helped me make it. I know that lunch didn't pay a bill. Um, but it fed a meal, but see, Russell, your situation is different. I'm not, that, that kind of shit's admirable and cool. And, um, I'm, I'm talking about these managers that are making fucking bank and treat their staff like shit. And it's that staff who got them the fucking bonus that, and when you talk about DMS and regionals DMS, man, I've come across some really shitty fucking district managers and they don't deserve that bonus. But, but they get it, and it's more than the store manager, and it's sure as fuck more than the employees in the bu- the building. What 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 did you do? What 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 did you do? I mean, to, to get that. You went around and pointed and told people they were assholes and, and worked them to the ground? Fuck that. Hell, most long-term district managers right now couldn't work in a fucking store if they had to. Wouldn't make it. Wouldn't make it. Wouldn't make it through one-third shift stock crew. Wouldn't make it through one truck. Nope, they can't do it anymore. And somewhere down the line, like some of these people do, once they hit that plateau, oh, they're above that now. When the reality is they forgot where they came from and they'd be embarrassed if they jumped back into the work. Uh, Russell says, George told me his first year at Dollar Tree made a $100,000 bonus. Yeah, look. And that guy, he would just walk in you know, looking like Wimpy from um, fucking Popeye, you know, his belly sticking out with his little cheap go-to-church-on-Sunday-once-a-year blazer. Oh, this looks good. Oh, this is bad. You know, I mean, he's like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> Hero says, some people had a brand-new golf cart to buy, man. Yep. David Caruso, Yep. Iris says we need to reward the minimum, no, reword the minimum living wage. What about the free market wage? Don't have workers. That's because you're not paying the market rate. When you call it minimum, people are expected to accept that. Yeah. Uh, the, the minimum wage thing is, it's a problem, you know, and, and it's funny. Fine. You don't want to raise the minimum wage? Then drop the prices of everything. And we sure as fuck know that ain't happening, right? Oh, hell no. You know, going back and rewatching that video, Irish, with uh, Nick, you know, the fact that, you know, the minimum wage had not raised, you know, since 2009 or whatnot, but the average median rent went up like 35%. It's, it's, it's like a Monopoly game mixed with the Saw horror movie. You know, it's like, how do you make it out alive? You, well, you don't but it's 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 terrible noob 
That is correct. It's sad when you got to work a full hour to buy a carton of eggs. And that was something that we also talked about. And this was something I did at work one day with the guys. We were waiting on a truck or something. And I'm like, think about how much minimum wage is. Now let's go out here and see what you can buy. You know, if you're making seven twenty-five an hour, you can get roughly two gallons of milk. Um, let's say you like fancy cheese. I found this cheese the other night that, you know, I bought a couple of blocks of it and, and I'm not going to do it all the time, but if for one hour of work, you couldn't buy that block of cheese. It, you know, it, it's, it's crazy when you look at it, look at it like, okay, for seven twenty five, if you buy a 20 ounce Dr. Pepper, they're $2. So for working an hour, busting your ass, you get what? Three and a half Dr. Peppers. I mean, when, when you start to look at it like that, I mean, all of it starts to make sense. Uh, Russell says, not only rent going up, but basing it on your credit score now. You got 800, your rent is 1,000. Score 600, same place as 1,200. And see, credit scores, look, we're, we're going into a situation where I bet in the next 10 years, the credit thing is going to go away. It, it's it's going to be harder to get stuff, but, but the, with all the nonsense that's going on, and when you really do the research and find out when credit scores started happening, really and truly credit scores are discriminatory if you think about it. Sure, you could have somebody that went through a really bad patch and bankruptcy was the only thing they could do. And then, you know, it takes seven years to come off their credit. That doesn't mean they don't deserve a decent life. They're not wanting to go like get a mansion. So you penalize them for that. You're, we're attaching a quality of life to a dollar amount into a, a fabricated number, like what is it, the FICO score? You 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 can't, that's like some other secret math. It's like you can't get your FICO store, score. You know, it, it's, it's insane. If it's attached to you, that should be just free information. That's the other thing. All these things are attached to you. You got to pay for like some credit reports. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's it's all about making money, period. Just follow the money. Just we just want to be able to purchase a decent running vehicle and camp because of credit. It's that, yeah, yep. And and see that's a necessity. See, I look at it this way: there are things in, in this country that that should be deemed necessities, which are you know a place to live, your power and your water, um, you know your your a vehicle. I'm not saying it should be given to anybody. But that should be regulated because everybody should have it. And some people's situations are different than others. Now, I will say that I had posted this thing on Twitter about there was this poll from Gallup talking about how mental health has declined. Well, no shit. And guess what? The worst branch of of people polled were people who made less than $40,000 a year or less. They had the highest mental health problems. They had all that. And you know why? Because they can't afford to get help. And that's bullshit. Um, Hero says, if you're a DM, you should have to spend, let's say, the last week of the month working at your lowest performing store and have that rule all the way up the chain to keep people in touch with real shit. Imagine if you're in an area that can't hire folks to get trucks out and had 40 corporate people having to prove they still know how. I, I agree with that, but they wouldn't make it. They they would come in. I mean, I could see the requirement, and they'd be there for that last week, but they just treat everybody like shit. 
and then walk out. So, all right, so we're sitting at about uh, 53 minutes. So guess what? It's time to get into the question of the week. For next week, do you get a bonus where you work, and is it substantial, $1,000 or more? Also, do you work in a location where your managers get sometimes quote-unquote life-changing bonuses whilst the workers who make that possible get pennies or nothing? So, had our good friend Django Freeman. For years, the quote-unquote big wigs would come into the store two days before Christmas, shake our hand, stick one of those puffball, googly-eyed snowmen on our name tag and say thank you. Then it turned into a $20 gift card to our own store. That's what's up. Karen Harrison. When I was full-time at the gas station, we got maybe $200 bonus. CarQuest doesn't give hourly employees bonuses. The AM and GM get bonuses based on store sales. Yep, that's... uh, you know, pretty standard. Just Vicky. Yes to both. Although the bonus I get is taxed pretty heavily, so it looks better on paper than it does in my wallet, and no one below my level gets bonus at all. Yep. Then uh, restaurant problems. Worked for property management company for four years. Got maybe $100 worth of Amazon gift cards total over the course of four years as my quote-unquote holiday bonus, along with a kind email about how appreciative they are of me due to how company made profit every year, even in the midst of the pandemic. Nice. And then we got store nightmares. At my last job, the storage place, we got monthly bonuses based on different levels of performance. How much merch was sold, tenant protection plans average, units rented. They were nice bonuses, actually. The catch was, every time the company as a whole was performing well enough that most of us were getting the bonus, corporate would change the criteria to make it harder to get. So, for we'd get X amount for renting units, X amount for protection plans, X amount for Google reviews, when we started making too much, they took away the rental commission and paid us like $2 more per review because they're harder to get. That way, the company wasn't paying out as much, yet we were still motivated because we were too dumb to notice. Yeah, that's what they do. You, uh, you move the goalposts to make it hard. So, uh, welcome to corporate America, ladies and gentlemen. Once again... In closing, sure, management deserves bonuses, but the people that make those bonuses happen deserve more than a hundred fucking dollars. A lot of these companies have the money to do it, but they won't. And it causes conflict because if you get people, see, the problem is you don't want people or workers to know what's going on because once they figure it all out, they're going to leave. They're going to leave. And if you're a great manager, you deserve that bonus. Good for you. If you're a good person, that's awesome. If you're a shitty manager and you don't do anything except ride on the back of your staff and you get a bonus, you need to be taken out and shot. (laughs) Just saying. Uh, Blame tag in the chat. Welcome. Sorry. It's been a fucking night, but just stopping to say hello. Hello! So, having said that, um, Russell, Merry Christmas, everyone, or Happy Holidays to those who don't celebrate that one. Love y'all. Same, same. You know, everybody enjoy your holiday. Um, Thank all of you. 
you know, for your participation and thanks for being here. Uh, you know, your time is valuable. So if you take the time to be here, man, that's cool. That, that's awesome. And with uh, the retail therapy sessions, that's what I hope to expand on. Um, so Santa's coming. I hope everybody's got their shit together. Um, I hope everybody has, you know, their alibis ready for when there's family arguments and someone goes missing, you know, make sure you got your shit covered. Uh, Irish, enjoy the festivities. See you in the next one. That is correct. 2023 is coming. It's going to be a sight to behold. Let's see what kind of noise we can make. Oh, also too, we're less than a hundred views away on please don't be a Karen this year to hit 10 K share it to everybody in the world. I don't care if their name's Karen and they hate it. They can fuck off. Get it out there. So having said it, everybody, have a great rest of your week. Have a great Christmas. Have a great holiday. And we will see you after Santa comes. Everybody have a great night.